Welcome to the Strong as a Mother podcast, where we listen to inspiring stories from strong women that are literally changing the world. Today, I had the privilege to speak with Dr. Katie Homan, owner of Homan Rehab Physical Therapy and Hino. She's a wife, mom, and leader in her community. And in my very first Strong as a Mother episode, she talks to us about her life as a mompreneur, how she deals with stress, and what every working mom should hear. Hey, Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. And um, I just wanted to interview you today because you have become a really great friend. And um, I just thought I would bring you on here just to talk about your life as a mom and business owner, a business owner of two companies and that are doing really well, um, how you've become a great leader and um, just how you're handling everything now. So welcome and thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. So um, let's just go ahead and start off with what, where did this all start? Where did um, Home and Rehab even begin? Oh, many moons ago. Um, Let's see. So about three years out of PT school, I was working for um, like the outpatient of a hospital-based system here in Orlando. And I just, I got to the point where I wasn't able to treat the patients the way I wanted to, being able to use, you know, certain types of equipment and being able to really put the patient first. It was, there were a lot of obstacles I had to go through in order to make my patient front and center. And so I kind of just got to the point where it was like, you know what, the culture there sucked too. It was like, there were just so many different things that I was trying to battle going uphill that I was like, you know what, there's got to be a better way to do this. Um, And so I started simply, I started by putting out a website. I had my husband create this really bad website at the time. um, And I ended up getting two patients out of it, doing no advertising, nothing. I literally just had a website and that was it. Um, And so that's kind of what's, what started me to get my foot in the door as I started seeing these two patients in their homes, you know, on, in evenings and the weekends and um yeah it just kind of developed from there cool sorry I'm hearing my kids in the background and <laughs> it's a whole new situation here um that's awesome so at that time did you have kids no I didn't so this was back in shoot when was this like 2000 end of 2008 okay Cool. So when was it that um, you started, um, decided to start your family um, with this whole business going? Like how, what did that whole change look like? Because I know that that it can be a crazy time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was probably, I, I did these home visits work, you know, part-time when I worked for the hospital for probably about four, four months, maybe kind of uh, maybe six months building up cash flow and just, you know, trying to get, get some money um, to be able to eventually open a brick and mortar. And so I opened a brick and mortar like fall of 2009. Um, I just got married, you know, a few months before then. Um, and clearly having kids was kind of on the horizon at that point. Um, so it was about a year and a half into the business when I had my first son. Um, and it was, I remember being completely stressed. It was so crazy. I had, I had hired a therapist in January of that, 
um, year before she stayed with me for about a year and then gave her resignation. And I was oh my word. not far, you know, I was uh, probably two months before I was about to have Taylor. Yeah. And so I, I was stressing because it was like, am I going to close down my business? Like what's going to happen during this time? And at that point it was, it was difficult to find a PT and literally in the nick of time, I found somebody to be able to step in so I could actually have a decent, <laughs> a decent experience. Right. Yeah. Well, thankfully you're able to do that. Um, so during that time from then till now, um, you've definitely grown. Um, and how have, and I mean, you have developed, you've grown a team that is more like a family too. Um, how have you done all of that? Like so many moms wonder, how do you do it? Or um, like, how are you juggling two businesses? And we'll get to the other business too. But how, how did you, you know, and I've gone through um, your course as well, just about how to, um, how to grow your team and how to have a better team and leadership and which was phenomenal. And I know that you've been able to do this, but how have you been able to manage all of that with um, in raising two young boys as well? I think part of it is my personality of the fact that I actually thrive off of having a million different things on my plate. Like I just, it, you know, the second one thing falls off my plate, I have to pick something else up and add to it, whether that's, you know, volunteering at my kid's school or whether that's, you know, starting a new project for the business. Um, but I've always kind of had that, that mentality of like, I don't, I can't just sit around and it's totally right. genetic. My mom is the same way. Like, <laughs> I can't just sit around. Um, so that, that's part of it. Um, but I think also, I never, before the, before my, my opening my practice, I never really had a family type relationship with any position that I had, whether that was, you know, working somewhere in high school or in college or any of that. And so I got to the point where it was, it was a goal of mine to be able to go in and work 40 hours a week or 30 hours a week or whatever I was working right. and actually enjoy being there with the people that I was working with. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what really put me on a mission to be like, Hey, we're all not just me, but everyone that works here, we're all surrounding ourselves with people we're probably spending more time with than our families, to be quite honest with you. Right. And I, I have to like them. I have to want to be around them. They have to make me smile. They have to, you know, help pick up the pieces if things fall down. And so that's, that was kind of the driving force for me. Cool. Um, so what does like with, with your, um, a normal day, I guess, maybe I shouldn't say a normal day, but just, um, throughout the week, what would like your morning routine look like, or, you know, I mean, there are several mornings that we're trying, like we're trying to run out and race out the door, but um, now times are a little bit different right now, but um, we're able to slow down just a bit. But what does your typical morning look like? So prior to all of this? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Prior. <laughs> so, I guess it doesn't matter um, for the next few months. It's probably going to be a little bit changed. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, prior to this, so both of my kids are elementary school age, so they're both, you know, in school during the day. Um, they actually go to diff two different schools, and uh -huh. so I would take 
our youngest son to school every day, you know, get him up, get him ready, breakfast, you know, make sure he has his lunch, all of that stuff. And I would take him to school. Um, and I really, you know, it was, it's, it's kind of far out of the way, definitely not on the way to the office. Um, but I enjoy that time with him because yeah. you know, I get to hear him sing in the car and ask me crazy, funny six-year-old questions. Right. Um, so um, I would do that. I'd probably get to the office about, I don't know, 8.45, 9 o'clock. Um, you know, every day was different, I guess, just depending on what needed to happen. I probably went into the office mm, three to four days a week. Um, I have two clinics, so I would, you know, spend one or two days in each each office a week just to be able, honestly, purely to be able to interact with my, with my team. Because at this point, I don't physically need to be here. But for me, I physically need to be here yeah. because I just, I enjoy everybody here. Yeah. So does Jeff take Taylor then to, to school? Like you kind of just divide and conquer? Yeah. So Taylor's school is right near Jeff's office. So okay. it's convenient and easy. And so when we realized that they, this school year, that they were going to be going to two different schools, it actually really has helped our relationship with the kids. Um, and, and honestly, my relationship with him as well, because before I always felt like, you know, I'm the mom, I need to do it all. I need to make sure my kids' lunches are packed. I need to make sure they did their home, like all of these things. And so right. now that they're at two different schools, we kind of have done the divide and conquer. And so right. everything pretty much related to Taylor, you know, shuttling back and forth to school, activities, homework, uh, field trips, all of those things is Jeff's responsibility to like uh -huh. make sure he has his permission slip signed and like all of that. And mine is Brandon's. Yeah. Um, which cool. is something I never would have planned out to do, but that's just kind of how it fell for us. Nice. And it actually has worked out really well. Cool. Awesome. How do you, um, like, since you're kind of dividing those up, do you, um, how do you make sure that like you're kind of crossing back over like with the other, since you spend so much time with Brandon in the mornings and him with Taylor, how do you guys like switch those so so it's not just like team, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I guess more of the more of the splitting up would be, of course, the carpooling right lines and all of that. Um, but also like, you know, you, you probably get a thousand emails from different teachers at the schools. Okay, here's this assignment, here's that assignment. So before this school year, it was always me being the one responding and Jeff just kind of being like, okay, Katie's got it, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas now I'm like, I don't even, I don't, I don't respond or do anything when it comes from Taylor's school. Yeah. And I assume and know that Jeff has it and vice versa yeah. with Brandon's. Um, but we do spend, you know, making sure that every once in a while we'll switch. So even yeah. though it's easier for Jeff to take Taylor, I'll take him right. um, or I'll pick him up after school and we'll go to yeah. the park or something. So we do spend time one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've well. seen too, um, like you guys just going to um, a basketball game together or, you know, just a park together or something like that. And I think that's really cool that you guys are, you know, taking them and spending that quality time with each other. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit, like, do you have any sort of habit that you've kind of found for yourself that um like if you like if you don't do something um in a day you're just like upset that you missed it or like your day doesn't go the right way I don't know that I could say I do 
um, because I feel like I thrive off of craziness. <laughs> and maybe a lot of moms do. Yes, um, I think so. That, that, that no day is the same for me. Right. Um, and I think it's, you know, I, I, I don't come into work and I do the same thing every day. I don't, you know, see patients from nine to five every day. Like I, I don't have necessarily the same routine. Right. I literally, you know, I get into office in the office when I do. Yeah. I look at my calendar. I'm like, okay, I have these appointments or these meetings today. Okay, cool. Uh, here's a few other things I need to do. And then it's just, I, I, I really have the flexibility and freedom right now to yeah. not be so tied down to like a specific schedule. Yeah. I think that's where uh, several moms, I mean, myself included, um, we have so many expectations that we have to like meet throughout the day and that if we don't hit them that we get discouraged or upset or down on ourselves because we didn't do xyz or like um you know so many people you know they'll say they want to exercise like they need to exercise or um i don't know just just random things um or they didn't um, meditate or they didn't um get their get their whole list done um, so how do you, so are, do you kind of set your expectations lower? Do you have a, a list for yourself that you cross off throughout the day? Like what is, what is something that other moms could kind of take away? Um, because I think, I mean, I know that you do have some sort of structure that you don't just like fly by the seat of your pants. Like I know just from talking to you just as a friend, like I know that you kind of have somewhat of a checklist. So, um, do you have any tips for moms that can kind of help help them out throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, if, if something is important to me, so if I'm like, you know what, I, I really need to go running today. I need to go running and I'm like thinking about like how I need to, but I really don't want to, but I know it's going to make me feel better. I know it like psychologically, it's going to help me think clearer right. and I'm going to be happier. I have to schedule it in. So right. if I put it in, in my phone, you know, it comes up and, and alerts me like, okay, you need to go running in 30 minutes. Then it, then I'm more inclined to do it versus just being like, okay, I need to run today. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but now I need to do laundry. Oh, but now I need to go do this. Oh, I should really should spend more time with the kids. Oh, I really should, you right. know, make dinner instead of ordering takeout. Like right. it, it, it helps me to be like, no, this is on my schedule. Just like it would yeah. be, you know, you're in my meeting this morning. Right. Um, I'm not going to just push it back or, you right. know, kick the can't down the road. <laughs> right. Right. I would be sad. Um, if, I mean, honestly, that's a great way to think about it. I've actually, I don't think that I've ever put like, you need to go running or, you know, something in my phone just for myself, unless it was just like, I was going to a workout class or something like that. But, um, that's a great point that putting it down, just like you need to take your medicine or something. Um, but just like if you if you don't put it down and you don't do that thing for yourself, then you're actually letting yourself down. But you don't you don't really realize it in that way. But if you miss that meeting, you're like you're you're not putting yourself first and um, excuse me and you know potentially being your best self for like your kids. Like if you didn't go or for Jeff, like if you didn't go on that run, then maybe you still would have been you know upset about something or um, reacted to them, um, a right. certain way. So right. Well, that. of course, yeah. Self-care is like a, a huge thing. If you don't put yourself first and make yourself mentally 
or even physically feel better, then how are you going to do that for your kids or your spouse? Right. You know? So I think by, by me scheduling it in, I mean, there's so many excuses you can come up with, especially when it comes to exercise, right? Like it's like, Oh, now it's too hot. Okay. I'll wait until it gets a little bit cooler later in the day. And then it's like, Oh, but then I have to help the kids with the homework or, Oh, you know, I mean, there's just so many excuses you can put in front of it where if you just put it in the schedule and you do it, you're going to feel so much better about everything else you do during the day. Yeah. I, um, I saw a quote the other day. I don't remember exactly, but it was essentially just like people say that the weather is stopping them or preventing them from going outside, but it's really all about how you get dressed for it. So like you, um, like you really don't have any excuses for it. Like you said, like, oh, it's too hot. It's too cold or something like that. But, um, well, thanks. That's a great tip. Um, well, you, you know what I want to add real quick is yeah. that look at all the people out there that have like Apple watches or Fitbits. Yes. And it becomes kind of a, a competition with yourself to some extent to like right. close the rings on your watch. And yeah. it's like, Oh, I got, I got to get those, those calories, cl- the calorie ring closed, or I got to get, you know, my move ring closed or my exercise ring. Like, and it becomes a battle, not a battle, but like a, like I've got to do this for myself. And yeah. I actually think that that's great for everybody to have something like that where they're they're challenging themselves to achieve something and it keeps you on track because it's on your wrist all day long. Yes. Um, And so that honestly, it's as silly as it sounds that that has helped me as well. Yeah. I liked it too, because um, I have, I haven't been wearing mine. I should be though. Um, But it will like buzz at you when you need to stand up or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I would get mad at it sometimes though, because I would be standing in the kitchen and it would buzz at me because it said I need to stand up and move around, but I was already standing. Um, so I would like have to move my wrist around. Um, did you have anybody or do you have anybody in your life that like kind of set that example for you or anybody that, you know, that was an entrepreneur or in your family or just someone to kind of look up to? In no. terms of like, in terms of just like either running a business or like, you know, balancing the household and work. Kind of the same. Okay. So in the, from the entrepreneur business perspective, no, everyone in my family really was virtually teachers. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess to some extent, right. They're, they're balancing and managing a whole classroom. Oh, full for of sure. kids, which yeah. I cannot even imagine doing, uh, especially now that everyone is being virtually homeschooled right yeah. now, you realize what teachers do on a right. day-to-day basis. And it's so appreciated. Sure. Um, but I didn't have that, that background from them to yeah. take them into business, but absolutely in terms of organizing the house, you know, yeah. with the kids and spouse and dealing with discipline and, you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. My mom yeah. was, you know, definitely a big, took a big role in that. Yeah. Cool. How is she doing, by the way? Because I know she's up in New York. Good. Yeah, they're all good. They're all they're all kind of out in the in the sticks. So oh, okay. They're a little bit more safe than them. Good. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to ask you was, what do you wish you would have known now before you started? Like you you've known or like going through everything that you've gone through right now, and I know. Um, you know, Hino is still 
you know, it's established, but it's, you're still growing with it. But what are some things that you know now that you wish you would have known when you started? In regards to business? Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is, is collaboration and having a mentor and being able to talk to and have that network of people that are going through the same thing. Right. And I didn't have that for probably a good year into opening our practice, like the actual brick and mortar doors. Um, and just seeing how valuable that is, you know, I still am in really close contact with a lot of practice owners that I met 10 years ago at conferences and we've remained close. And I, I, I absolutely contribute all of our success to being able to bounce ideas off of each other and have somebody to lean on when, you know, like times like now, you know, be able to talk to everybody and be like, what are you guys doing? How are you handling this? What, you know, how are you dealing with employees and whatever? And that's really, really been a huge, huge help. So anybody is starting, I don't care what kind of business it is, but find somebody that is in your space that knows what you're going through because those are the people that are going to help you the most. Right. Yeah. How, how has everything been going in terms of what's going on right now in both of your businesses? And actually, um, I want you to talk about, you know, a little bit and tell like, how that kind of all came to fruition and um, yeah, start with that. Okay. Um, So let's see, we've been open for almost 11 years, my clinic. So probably about six years ago, um, as I really started growing the team and adding more, more employees um, to the practice and, and having the vision of opening another clinic, I, realized that I really needed to get my systems and my processes down. I felt like we were doing a lot of things that were redundant, you know, entering demographics into different places and having to log into, you know, five different systems for different things, billing and scheduling and documentation was somewhere else and then faxing. And it was like all of these different um, systems that we were having to use that were not connected and right. obviously we were costing money. I mean, none of them cost a fortune, but it was like, okay, $30 for this one, $50 for this one, another hundred dollars for this one. And, it, and I started looking at all of the different things that we we're using. I was like, this is making my onboarding process for new staff crazy. It's like, okay, for this one, you need to go over here and here's your username and password. And then right. this one, you have to go over here. So it's just, it was nuts. Um, and so Jeff, my husband, is, uh, was a software engineer for Oracle for about 18 years. And so I was like, look, can you, can you just help me streamline this one little process first? And this, for the first one that he worked on was um, being able to get our faxing of like our plans of cares to physicians mm-hmm. more streamlined. Like right. it was, it, we were doing it in the EMR, but then it wouldn't fax over. So we had to go over here. Like it was, it was crazy. Yeah. And so we started building that. And I was like, it's funny because as as long as I knew him and he worked there, I really didn't know what he did. Yeah, <laughs> he would try I'm to explain. Sorry. I would fall asleep. Um, so I really didn't know exactly what he did. And so when he did that first thing for me, I was like, "Oh my god, you're really smart!" Like he just, just like literally from nothing just created this whole right little mini system here that I'm using. Um, and so it grew from there, and it was basically a tool that we, you know, I we had kind of designed together and he had built to help improve efficiency and, 
you know, procedures in our own practice to make right. me be able to have the, the, the systems in place to be able to open another clinic. Cause I knew if I'm going to open more clinics here, I can't obviously be in two places or three places at once. Right. Um, so I needed, I needed good visibility on the practice as well. And so that's kind of what, what stemmed from that. Cool. Created the system we have. Yeah. Well, we're enjoying it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As you can see my shirt. Awesome. Um, I love it. Um, So how has this whole situation um, affected you and um, in your business and just in your everyday life and how are you all managing that? I mean, obviously it's stressful. I think the most stressful part for me is, is kind of the, the unknown, right? I'm such, I I am a really big planner. Like, you know, if I'm planning to go on vacation in 12 months, like I know where I'm going to, I know my flights, I know where I'm going to stay. Like I know like everything I have it all on my calendar. Like I'm, I'm very much a planner in that regard. And so to not have a concrete way of even knowing when this is going to end is what I think stresses me out the most. Cause how right. do you plan for something when you don't know when it's going to be over, right. you know, and it's going to be over. And I know I'm highly optimistic that we're all going to come back bigger and better than we were before, but it's just right. a matter of like, when is that going to happen? Right. Um, so that's been the toughest part for me. Um, yeah. How do you handle that with your kids? Like. I know for me, like it's been obviously more stressful, a more stressful situation. And so, and then also doing more of like the homeschooling thing and, um, and you're just together all the time now, whereas before, like they would go off for a little bit. And I mean, when you're not used to it, so, I mean, I know some people, a lot of people homeschool, but when you're not used to it and then all of a sudden being thrown into a new situation, it's way different because we haven't been prepared for it. Um, and that wasn't our plan. And so how do you, how have you handled that? And, um, maybe it, I'm sure it looks different from what it did two weeks ago than what it does maybe now and maybe different, but, um, how have you kind of handled that situation? Well, so the, for the first week of it, was actually spring break down here. Right. So they didn't, they didn't have school. And um, Brandon started last week, you know, two different schools. So he started last week on a, a very different platform. Taylor started yesterday. So their, their schedules don't even line up. Yeah. Like I know they're not in the same grade, but they're not in the same school. So they right. have different platforms. They have different things that they're having to do throughout the day. Um, and God bless Jeff for working at home and coordinating all of it. Um, but I mean, even, you know, having just Brandon in, involved in it last week wasn't as wasn't as hard. Right. Having multiple kids being yeah. more involved and having to, you know, sit down and try to create the structure for them. Um, because a lot of what it is is, okay, here's, here are the assignments that they need to do. You know, it's not, it's not this classroom instruction or even Zoom instruction all day long. Right. So they're entertained by the teacher or the instructor. But now it's like, we're having to figure out how to give them structure and be motivated to do it. You know, it's different. They're not around their, their classmates. It's not as fun as it was when they were in the classroom, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
so it's been hard. I know Jeff, Jeff is stressed, um, because he's also trying to do his job. Yeah. You know, he's trying to handle that. Um, so I, I wish I could give you a better answer, but we're not, we're, we're not as immersed yeah. in it or like have it all figured out at this point by any means. Yeah. Um, what we're planning to do because I need to be at the office or I feel like I need to be at the office when we're open. Right. So I'm just going to, to kind of zoom with Taylor and try to help him. Right. Um, That's cool. But it is, he's in third grade and like some yes. of the math questions he has, I'm like, wait, I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that up too. High school. <laughs> it is. It's so like, I'll look at a question and I'm like, there was a, it was a calendar and it had different shapes on it with the numbers on it. And it was like, draw a tag on, or draw a tag for the next day or something. And I had no idea. And then I finally understood it, but they, some of those questions, I just ask it in like the silliest way. And it's not like straight forward, yeah. but yes. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. Feel- it's like the it's the math word problems where I'm like, wait, I don't even know what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, and so then I feel bad because I'm like, you like you've been doing this the whole time, and he's like, well, I don't get it, and so then we're just stick, stuck there for a little bit. Do you um are they doing PE or like yeah. going up, you know, like regular? So so Brandon actually has like all of his specials are on Zoom as well. So he has art and I guess, I don't know if they're, they're drawing That's cool. You know, as they instruct them, but they also have PE. They also have, you know, he's in first grade. So they also like do these little dances throughout the day to kind of get their wiggles out and stuff. Yeah. So Jeff will like turn around and he's dancing <laughs> with all, his, all, you know, his classes. That all is the- so neat. So like they're actually interacting with their class the whole time. He loves it. Yes. That is amazing. Like we don't, we're not doing anything like that. And like we're just, we have worksheets each week. And so we're having to go through them and like, we don't have any, I mean, his teacher has sent like videos and stuff, but um, that is really neat. So they do that every day. Like the teachers are actually teaching them. So it's, it's the morning. So it's like 8.30 to I think 11.30, Monday through Thursday. Wow. And then they have like office hours or whatever in the afternoon, but yeah, it's all on Zoom and it's and then all they're done for the day. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. That's I mean, cool. that, that's what people are having. Like, I mean, we're all isolated, you know? I mean, right. I'm still coming into the office. So I'm seeing employees, I'm seeing patients, but I, they're, they've been at home for weeks. Yeah. You know, they've had no other kids to play with except for each other, which right. they're losing their mind half the time. Right. So it's nice for them to be able to see their peers, even if they. Yeah. You know, that's a great suggestion too, to the teacher. Yeah. He's like, I feel like I'm not even at school sometimes. So, um, that's a, that's great. I love that. Um, what is, um, like your greatest form of stress relief? So like, or during this time, I guess, even like, what have you found that like, just kind of calms you down and exercise has always helped me. Um, something that I like continuous exercise, if that makes sense. So it needs to be like running or like something that I don't have to think about. Like I, I love yoga, but you have to think about like the different poses and uh-huh. how you're moving your body and all of that. So like running or like, um, we live on a lake. So like just paddling the kayak around, yeah. I don't have to think about what I'm actually doing. And I can kind of think about 
you know, what, what I need to be doing in my right. life or that day or whatever. Yeah. Love it. That's kind of when I formulate my best ideas. Cool. I love it. Um, is there anything that I should have asked you, but I didn't? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if not, that's okay. But if you have something. Yeah. I, I mean, I could just, as moms, we do a lot. I don't care if, you know, you're, you stay at home with the kids or if you're working part-time or full-time or you own a business. I feel like we put a lot of, of stuff on our shoulders. And I think we need to step back and realize like, it's okay if it doesn't work perfectly. It's okay if it doesn't all get done right? Um, because it's not always going to be. And I think that the more we stress and like struggle with, you know, the fact that it didn't get done or it didn't get done maybe the way you wanted it to, I think the more that that interferes with everything that you need to be doing going yeah. forward. So, yeah. you know, nobody is perfect. I mean, you look at these celebrity moms and stuff, they have so much help. <laughs> yeah. They look perfect and they may look like they execute everything great, but they have so much help behind the scenes. Right. So, you know, being able to, to identify that that's, that's okay. And that's normal and that everyone is going through the same thing is, right. is super important, you know? And if you have the luxury of being able to have help, you know, have someone clean your house or have, mm -hmm. you know, someone cut the lawn. Like if, if you have the luxury to do that, absolutely. You right. know, spend time on what's important unless you absolutely love cleaning or yeah. mowing the lawn, but yeah. Well, especially now, um, try to help someone else out by paying them to cut the lawn. Um, right. But yeah, that's absolutely true. And I'm glad that I asked you that question because moms, we, we do, we have so much on our plates that we think about. And like you said, regardless if we're working outside of the home or inside of the home, there's so many things going on in our world that, um, you know, we get, you know, we can get bogged down on and we, um, right now it's so easy to compare ourselves to so many other people. And, um, I think one of the biggest thing is just to try to get out of that comparison trap and just like do what you need to do as a mom. Um, and regardless of what you're doing, your kids are going to love you, you know, and that's, that's one of the, one of the things that I have, like, if I'm, if some, if I, you know, got upset with my child and like later on and I apologize to him, you know, he's telling me that I'm beautiful or, you know, something. It's just like, wow, like he's giving me a compliment and I so don't deserve that. And, um, it's just, it's amazing. The, the love that they have for us, um, despite Absolutely. our flaws, you know, they don't see it. They, I mean, no. yeah, they love you no matter what I, I, with all of this mess, I gave my oldest this really botched haircut and because I'm not oh my gosh so I mean really bad and he goes this is great could you oh. cut my hair every time and I'm oh. like wow okay <laughs> so as much as I thought I screwed up and I was like he's gonna kill me uh -huh. he like loved me even more oh. like, <laughs> you might not love me if you go to school looking like that I know <laughs> 
Oh, that's hilarious. They're just so innocent and sweet and they look up to you no matter what you do or, you know, how you act. And you just have to always remember that. Right. I love that. Um, So I want to ask everybody one main question and um, what is it that keeps you grounded? Oh, shoot. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be serious. It can be funny or um, whatever, whatever you choose. I mean, I don't, I think, I think it's probably my family, like my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, they, they tell me, they tell me how it is, no matter, no matter what, if they're uh-huh. going to hurt my feelings or if it's, you know, but they do it out of love and they, 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 they keep it real. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, and I like that and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that keeps me in touch with reality. A lot of times is like, you're, you're only, you're, you're human, right? right. You're going to make mistakes and you're, and you're going to mess up and your family is there to kind of keep you Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and chatting with me and spending your morning with me. Um, I really appreciate it and appreciate your friendship as well. So thank you. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you later. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Wasn't that great? I just love talking to Katie. And whenever I talk to her, I learn something new every time. And I hope y'all grabbed something from at least a few nuggets from that interview and are able to apply it to your lives as well. And if you enjoyed listening to this podcast today, I encourage you to subscribe to the Strong as a Mother podcast as well as join the Facebook group Strong as a Mother where we are joined up as moms and we empower one another and we give healthy tips and just give the support that moms need in this time of our lives. So thank you again for listening and I can't wait to have you back.